For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hey, everybody. Uh, We are back. I'm talking to Augusta Fair. Uh, We've talked about... uh, confrontation, when to confront somebody. We've uh, talked about suffering a little bit as well. Um, Today, I guess, uh, talking about we know that uh, teens are are typically using technology. They're typically on smartphones uh, for the most part. Um, And so the the scenario is a student coming up to you saying, look, I'm really struggling uh, with my technology use. I'm, I'm on it all the time. I'm, you know, binge watching on Netflix. I'm scrolling through social media all the time. And and I want to stop. How you know? How do I stop? And so let's just say you, you have a student that comes up and asks you this, and they, they say, "Okay, you know, I'm, I'm trying to stop. I, I realize there's a problem. Um, I'm on it, but I just can't stop." Um, and so, where, where do you begin in telling a student uh, that comes up with this scenario? I mean, I, I think you know you got to look at it. I mean, in my life, you got to look at it this way. In a student's life, you've got to see it this way that that this is like an addiction. I mean, the, the social media thing, it's, um, or, or whatever it is, technology, like, and, and you got to treat it like an addiction. Um, because if not, you're just not going to stop. But, um, and, and so I think that there's, there's things that you do, um, like practically. And I think there's things you've got to do with your heart. Um, at, because just like, I mean, like I said, with any addiction, it, you can't stop the behavior without looking at the root of what's going on. Um, and so I would say that, um, you kind of look to why you're on it all the time first to just get to the root of it. Um, and, and it's like, I think maybe that the likes are like heroin, you know, I've got on Instagram, I've got to have connection with people constantly. Um, people like my stuff or I, it's easier for me to comment and be fun on Instagram than it is in real life. Um, so that's kind of where I'm getting this alternate reality, fix. Um, and, and I think you've got to look at, at that approval and say like, I know that God approves of me. And so I don't need this social media alternate universe approval. Uh, just like, you know, just like in their normal lives. But, um, I mean, I think you have to just keep coming back to the heart of the issue. Yeah. I I think that's, that's good for sure. And I know sometimes people, you know, they push back on the language of, um, addiction, but I think we've come to a point where (laughs) hopefully for the most part, um, we can all see that that language is not too strong, that of course there are, you know, behavioral addictions and there are chemical um, addictions. And so there's going to be um, a spectrum for sure. But, um, you know, I know that there are so much research that's just showing, okay, it is, it's not too strong to label um, the ways in which, you know, teenagers are using their smartphone devices, uh, that they indeed are 
addicted uh, that we know that as, as parents have given testimony to that, you know, if they remove a, a smartphone from their child, that's like removing a bottle uh, from them, um, you know, and so there, there's that, they have the withdrawal symptoms. Um, and so, yeah, like you said, kind of getting down to the heart. And I think it, it's good to, to use that language with students to help them to see it. Um, it's something that they're, you know, utterly dependent upon and, you know, I know that um, uh, Ed Welch is one who says that an addiction is ultimately a worship disorder. And so kind of thinking about it in theological terms, there is, uh, you know, this idolatry that's taking place and the student is worshiping, uh, like you said, the likes or, you know, social media or just picking up their smartphone, pulling it out of their pocket, pulling it out of their purse. Um, and so you were, you were talking about, you know, dealing with the heart, but then some some practical things as well. Um, can you talk to us, talk to us about some of those, those thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, like just being straight up about my experience, I think that you and I actually, you know, talked about this last time we saw each other, you mentioned it, that, uh, maybe deleting some of the apps from your phone or, uh, recognizing that you kind of wanted to take a Sabbath from social media. And, um, I noticed I, I deleted Instagram from my phone recently and I noticed that like, I keep going back to where it was to try to click on it, you know, just without even thinking. And I'm, you know, I'm. I didn't grow up around phones the way that some of the students have. I didn't really get an iPhone until college, but um, I just see that in me, you know, and I'm just like, wow, Augusta, like you've got to, <laughs> you've got to do this. You've got, I've got to treat it like this is a problem before I'll delete it from my phone and take it seriously. Cause I just keep doing it in the meantime. But I think it's practical things. Um, like, is it downstairs at night? You know, and I've heard people that are like, oh man, I need it for my clock. I'm like, just get an alarm clock. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. And they still make them, I think, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, but, you know, getting it, like, don't sleep with it, you know, with you in bed or beside your bed. It doesn't need to be the first thing you check in the morning. And it's got an addictive quality to where if it's laying beside your bed, it's the first thing you're looking at in the morning, um, checking your email, scrolling Instagram, whatever it is before you get out of bed. And I just, I think that can be really um, not a good thing. And so I I think that that's a a thing, um, maybe getting a box at your home to like physically say like, I'm going to take a break. Um, I think adults need that, but I definitely think students need that. Um, and, um, maybe it's accountability from parents if you, or accountability from friends. Um, like I said, mentioned deleting apps, uh, to Mm -hmm. take a break from them and just see, watch, watch what your time does. Watch how your life changes. Watch how your identity all of a sudden isn't being crushed every time you see friends hanging out without you at the beach you know um I don't know I I think that's that's huge and and not having an app to click on and mindlessly scroll when you're lonely or bored or thinking you're in an awkward situation um I don't know those are just some things that I think I need in my life so Hmm. yeah I've been my life no I I think you're you're exactly right I mean I, I know every adult um realizes, okay, this is an issue for them. I mean, we're, you know, much older than these students and we're struggling in these ways. And, um, you know, I echo everything you've said of just, there've been those moments where I'm just spending way too much time scrolling through um, social media and just wasting time and just looking at it and and even realizing, John, why are you doing this? You know, it's like, I just, you know, am am into it. And so, yeah, I've definitely, definitely taken, uh, a lot of measures to to really just be off social media for uh, for a while, and um, you know, deleted apps, and um, tried to set up some boundaries in my own life. But if we as adults are talking about this, how much more teenagers? Um, you know, we we've got to 
you know, encourage these teens. Uh, you know, I mean, this is definitely something where, where parents uh, need to need to help. I mean, this is something where youth workers, you know, are, are limited in that they aren't, you know, the parents and aren't living with these students. And so I just think a, a must, like you said, is, you know, keeping it out of the bedroom for sure. And I know that sounds very um, extreme to some and just sounds so countercultural and uh, crazy. Uh, but but I th- think for sure, I mean, uh, you know, we, we know sleep is very important. There are so many studies showing and how technology is eating into teenagers' sleep. And so uh, keeping it out of the bedroom for sure, getting the alarm clock, I think that's a great idea. Um, but, but yeah, there's, there's definitely some, some measures that, that need to be, uh, some practical, uh, boundaries that need to be put in place. Uh, so that's, that's good. Anything else you want to add to that? I, I think just, you know, something that I, I think we're not, we're not, you know, the, the local youth parent podcast, but I think as youth workers, often we get this opportunity to speak to parents. And I think that some parents are just lost with the technology thing. I think that they've lost the battle early. They had no idea what it was cause they didn't grow up with it. Um, and I think it's just something that, you know, is, could be not, not necessarily our responsibility, but we can be a voice in their lives of just like, Hey, this is a big deal. And like, you need to think about it. And especially for, you know, if we've got fifth, sixth graders coming up, I don't know what age a lot of people are getting phones, but I, I think it's that early for some people, mm-hmm. um, just kind of, kind of starting the conversation at our churches and in our youth groups about this issue, because I think without a conversation, there's no change. And I think we've got to first admit, you know, we've admitted that this is a problem and we're powerless over it. You know, um, we, we just gotta, we've got to start talking about it or else it's, it's not going to get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you're, you're right too, just, um, to encourage youth workers to speak up on this issue. Um, because it is, I mean, it's still, still fairly new. And, uh, as we said, this technology is still really new. And so it did catch a lot of parents off guard. Um, but, but I know that there, there are a lot of parents who are, really looking to the youth workers for help because they see it as a partnership, you know, that we're coming alongside each other uh, to raise uh, these students. And so um, to to encourage those youth workers who might be a little timid, um, just, you know, offer um, articles, you know, put put them in the hands of parents of, hey, here's something to think about, or, hey, here are some steps that some people have tried that have been helpful. And um, yeah, I think you're right that the youth workers can be uh, very helpful. Uh, in this area for sure Um, well once again Augusta thanks a lot thanks John